Hey, Culture Hackers. It's Robert Richmond here. This is a solo podcast on the fly. And I've been working in the background on something I'm calling the Culture OS as an operating system. Because what I've realized is metaphor is how we understand the world. A phrase I like to use is the meaning of meaning. If somebody asks you, what is the meaning of the word meaning? It's metaphor. The most basic example I can share with you is that the meaning of money is water. The meaning of money is a metaphor, which is water. How do we know this? It's in language. All culture exists in language. So whenever you've said, uh, we've got cash flow or pool our assets or freeze our assets to liquefy an investment, how much liquidity do you have? There's a liquidity pool. Somebody who makes a lot of money for the company is called the rainmaker. So we understand money through the metaphor of water. And what I found in work with culture is that there've been metaphors there throughout. And the original ones really come from the military and the church, which are hierarchies. And even words like strategy and employ, deploy, um, target market for marketing. These are all war terms of an industrial age economy. Since we moved into a service age economy, that metaphor switched over to one of sports. So we have the team, we have the leader coaches people, even words like high performance, keeping score, what's the game we're playing here, um, these metrics, all of these are elements of the game. And this is a service-based economy because it's much more relational, people to people rather than industrial, of creating a product and getting something done and working with our hands very physically. And that's moving further into abstraction in the information age economy. And it's not quite here yet as a metaphor, but my belief is that computer and network-based metaphors are going to be coming in. You already hear it in, in some language. When I was consulting at Facebook, they would say, I, I just want to double-click on that, <laughs> right? Like your mouse double-clicking on something. Um, and there's going to be more, I think, words even like upload and download. Uh, the network is, is the culture itself of, of people. And I'm starting to develop that more and more. And I just wanted to share one of those metaphors that I've been thinking about recently. There's a whole model to it of, of different things, like, for example, a bug in the system. And how do you do an upgrade of the culture? Um, this, this metaphor that I'm considering is an answer to this riddle that Tony Shave Zappos gave me um, when he had me running Zappos Insights for the company which was, he said, it, it was like a, a haunting warning. He said, remember, most companies, because we were starting a company within Zappos, most companies don't die of starvation. They die of indigestion from trying to do too much. So every time I thought about a new offering that we would do, I would rein it back in. Even when Tony himself told me you should do a culture conference, honestly, which I kind of regret not doing, we would have been one of the first I'm doing it right there at Zappos, but I kept thinking, no, we've got to prove this business model. We've got to focus on our core offerings. So this is something that's very hard for people who are entrepreneurs, for people who have ADD, um, because you've got so many different ideas that you want to do that it's hard to resist these and, and sticking with one or the core business tends to be pretty boring. So the metaphor that I found for this is, um, within tech development, there's the live server. 
So the live server is what's showing to the world. And behind that is what's called the dev server. So the dev server is where you're doing development on new concepts and ideas. So for example, for me, the live server with my work is the speeches. It's already a working system. I can get more of that. I, I pay attention to the health of that to keep my business going. The dev server is related, but still in development. So that's the culture OS system I'm working on. But there's a third, because I think for people who are, uh, especially idea people, entrepreneurial, etc., the third I'd call skunk works. That's what Zappos Insights was. I remember when Tony said to me, he said, look, this is skunk works. This is below the radar. You need to prove this works without getting the different resources from the company because the board can't really see this until it's really working. And he said to me, you know, you want a website for this, you've got to make it. You want a, any kind of marketing for this, you got to do it. Um, you got to start this under the radar skunk works and prove that the business model works. And that's for me, I believe right now, XPIL of that's a little bit unrelated, a little bit out there looking to prove it and then bring it out even more so into the world. And I'm thinking about this, this metaphor, live dev and the Skunk Works project, even in other ways of the kind of um, writing and expression things I do. So for example, with this culture podcast, this is on the live server with it. Um, I've got another personal podcast I do that's more dev slash Skunk Works. So if you're somebody who's um, working on a business or a, or a culture or you're an entrepreneur starting ideas, this metaphor might be helpful for you. I'll get into more of these technical ones, especially with the culture operating system, but um, live server, that's where the money's coming in. That's where everything's really uh, a well-oiled system that you have to still maintain and keep going. Because if you don't, that cuts off the supply for the rest of it. Uh, the dev server is related, but doing the experiments of what could work. Smaller contained experiments. And then Skunk Works is where <laughs> things get a little bit fun and off the rails and you get to play with new concepts that may even become the real thing. Those are some of my favorite stories. Like uh, Slack was a messaging app within a game and they developed the messaging app for the game and then found people just love the messaging app. They abandoned the game. These kind of stories can, can be really interesting where we still follow what those passions are and don't squash them, but also don't stress the core business as a result. So good to be back with you with another episode of Culture Hackers. I will talk to you soon.